Hello and welcome to the North County Beat, a podcast from the Coast News Group. My name is Kelly Kyle. I'm a reporter with the Coast News and your local news guide for the next 10-ish minutes. We'll have these podcasts dropping every Friday to fill you in on what's happening in our neck of the woods and to keep you in the loop. Now let's get started with some of the week's top stories in North County. The Cardiff Elementary School campus rebuild is on pause. The San Diego Superior Court granted a preliminary injunction, which allows the work to be suspended temporarily. Nearby residents in opposition of the project argue that, among other things, it will have too many buildings and not enough green space, views, trees, etc. The rebuild plan would also include a multi-purpose room and outdoor amphitheater, which would take up land on the district-owned George Burkich Park. Cardiff School Superintendent Jill Vinson said the district stands behind this project. Oceanside Councilman Chris Rodriguez was in the hot seat last week after being served a notice of intent to recall him from his seat. 20 of Rodriguez's District 2 constituents signed a petition that was later determined to be insufficient and now must be refiled. The original document called to have the city's youngest council member removed from office after just one year on the job. Residents cited Rodriguez's support of the recently approved, yet controversial North River Farms development project as their main concern. Rodriguez will have seven days to respond to the recall notice once it is refiled and found legitimate. Encinitas is making moves to accommodate people who live in their cars. The city council greenlit a plan to designate a safe lot where these residents can park overnight. It sits on land owned by the Leechtag Foundation over on Saxony Road, and it will be operated by Jewish Family Service. The lot is the first of its kind in North County, and it will have 25 parking spaces, overnight security, bathrooms, hand-washing stations, and food, all with the goal of helping folks who park there transition into permanent housing. A new lifeguard headquarters is in the works for Solana Beach. The city is reviewing location and design options with its contracted architects. The current structure sits at the end of the Fletcher Cove parking lot, right at the end of that little cul-de-sac there. It's over 70 years old and in big need of a makeover, according to city officials. The structure's new location is TBD, but we do know that the new building will be twice the size of the current one in order to increase visibility and contribute to those park vibes. National recognition for a Carlsbad school, the Aviara Oaks Elementary School was one of 30 schools in California to receive the prestigious Blue Ribbon Award. There are 362 schools in the country that get this honor, so it's pretty exclusive. Coast News reporter Steve Paterski spoke with Aviara Oaks principal Jimmy Hines to learn more about the award and why it's such a big achievement for the school. So explain to me, what is National Blue Ribbon? National Blue Ribbon is a recognition um, on a national scale for elementary schools. And for us, when you think about National Blue Ribbon recognition, 89,000 public schools in the nation and less than one-tenth of 1% recognized on this level. So National Blue Ribbon brings a lot of different data points together um, over multiple years and they look at the school in a more critical way and say whether or not you make the cut to apply for the uh, recognition. Okay. 
four years ago, you landed here at Aviar Oaks Elementary School. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you obviously identified some areas that needed improvement. Just tell me about that roadmap from then and how you got to here. Yeah, so my fourth year here at AOE, but when I first dropped in, you know, the school in a terrific place, no doubt, but, you know, my job's to look at some of the various data points as well across mathematics and language arts and across the curriculum as a whole. And, you know, I looked at mathematics as an area where I thought we could do a better job. You know, we're doing a good job, but there was room for improvement. So we were really critical about kind of, you know, targeting and focusing in that area our first couple of years here. But along with that, still moving forward with our growth in the area of language arts as well. So bringing that forward along with a lot of our students that are, you know, part of more significant subgroup populations, uh, you know, all that work coming together really is the strong data that both our California Distinguished Award was about and the National Blue Ribbon Award. Excellent. Um, And obviously, your staff plays a big role in this. So tell me and explain a little bit what their role was and and how critical they were into the success of this school. Um, You know, know, one word summing up my staff, professionals, you know, across the board, the, the support staff and classified and our certificated teachers all coming together. But when you know they get together and they talk about their work they talk about it in a very meaningful way and they're both um, proud of it but they're critical of it at the same time so you know looking at the data points that i was looking at when i first landed here they were all open to that and um, you know in moving forward they looked at it with a critical eye and we did we brought it together and moved it you know that growth forward in both um, ELA and mathematics, but the staff here, just beyond compare, they're highly collaborative and they're looking at each other and guiding their grade level work uh, together as a team. As also just a terrific group of individuals here supporting our students. And finally, uh, when you get that email or that notification that you guys have been awarded this prestigious honor, what was the reaction like here on campus? And then, also, and then also tell me a little bit about the November 22nd assembly you had with all the students. Yeah, I actually thought it was um, wrong email. I'm like, what? <laughs> National Blue Ribbon? So, but no, I was, I was elated to get the email. And for us, just being nominated, because they don't come to you and say, oh, you got it. They come to you and say, you have the opportunity now to apply for it. So bringing all that together in our narrative and the data points and Putting that together and actually receiving the National Blue Ribbon recognition was just beyond compare. And like I said, such a small percentage of schools in the nation recognize like this. But bringing it forward with our students and staff and showing them the flag that we received and the plaque from D.C. and talking about meeting with Mike Levin, our congressman here that represents us in this district, the kids were just elated beyond compare and super excited. So did a nice drum roll. We raised the flag high and uh, they're, they're very proud of their work and they should be for sure. They just couldn't be happier. Congratulations to Aviara Oaks Elementary School. Keep up that amazing work. For more details on any of the stories you heard, check out the print edition of the Coast News, hot off the press every Friday. You can also go to our website, coastnewsgroup.com. Tell us what you think about the latest headlines by getting at us on Twitter or Facebook. We love to have your input too. Before we move on, we want to thank our longtime sponsor of the Coast News. Fidel's of Solana Beach has been serving customers with the finest cocktails and traditional Mexican cuisine for over 50 years. Their restaurant is located right off Stevens Avenue in Solana Beach. All right, moving on to this coming Saturday, November 30th. 
it is a huge deal for your local marketplace because it's Small Business Saturday. Small Business Saturday, uh, the Shop Small Movement, you know, was started 10 years ago to counteract um, Black Friday, the big box stores, and then Cyber Monday. It really did bring a lot of attention to small businesses. That's Christine Davis, executive director of the Carlsbad Village Association. Small Business Saturday has caught on in communities across the country. So if you hit your own city's downtown on Saturday, you are guaranteed to find something going on. If you're in Escondido, for example, you might try your hand at small business bingo. And you go to each business, and, and each business has a stamp. And as soon as they make you know, a, a bingo, then they have an opportunity to win some prizes. That's Louisa Magoon, owner of the Grand Tea Room and secretary of the Escondido Downtown Business Association. You know, it's a way to get them in the door. Hopefully they shop. And or even if they don't shop, they come in and they go, oh, wow, I didn't know this business was here. Can I have a business card? You know, that sort of thing. Back in Carlsbad, Davis has spent a lot of time in planning to build up the Small Business Saturday festivities there. And as the village is humming with shoppers purchasing one-of-a-kind gifts for family and friends, you've got to wonder... What goes down on the other 364 days a year? Peak season is summer. That's when a lot of the stores do very well. But then, right after Labor Day, uh, clear up until Memorial Day, it can be a little challenging at times. When we can get what we need at larger stores like TJ Maxx, Target, Walmart, it becomes easy to take those local shops for granted. But they're pretty important. According to American Express, for every dollar spent locally, 67 cents goes back into a community. That adds up. Plus, Lynn Peterson, owner of Old Ivy Antiques on State Street, brought up a really good point. How boring would our streets be without those small shops and restaurants? They add a certain charm, she says. I know it sounds silly, but it's like the Hallmark movie Main Street thing. Like, people like that. These business owners get creative to get customers in the door year-round. They focus on the elements that set them apart from the big box stores, like their unique selection. I picked up some pillows recently in the village, and people will comment on them and say, those are great. And I'm like, I know, they're really, you just don't see them elsewhere. It doesn't have a Pier 1 sticker on it. Hello, hi. Annetta Laguna has owned Ampersand on State Street for about four and a half years now. In addition to one-of-a-kind products, she also believes customers are drawn to small businesses for the relationships. They come in and they talk to you, and while we're shopping, we're talking, and it's like building a friendship. Yeah, if you go to DJ Max, nobody's going to say, oh, did, did your foot finally heal, or did your dog get back, you know, all that stuff. And the customers are definitely noticing this level of care. At a shopping event last weekend, I asked Carlsbad resident Kim Miller, why she chose to shop at Ampersand instead of a larger store. I'm a big Target shopper, but I, you know, I try to do the local thing first, and because they're unique, and yeah, you do you establish relationships with people when you shop often. Small business owners are also doing their part to meet customers where they are, setting up small online operations and social media shopping experiences. Laguna has made this a priority for Ampersand. We're starting our online presence so we can do Instagram posts and then you see a pillow and you want it right now. You don't have to come down to the store if you can't and yet you can just buy it and we ship it to you. Next door on State Street at Humble Olive Oils, business owner Zach Markham lets shoppers compliment their tasting room experience by ordering more bottles online. Most of our online customers come from customers that have already been in our store. Carlsbad's a great tourist town. People that know us from being in here and then when they go back to place of origin they restock. So while Small Business Saturday may be the hot day for these shops, 
They are here the rest of the year too. If you've got a favorite local store in your community, tweet us at Coast News Group so we can share the small business love. That is all we have for you this week on the North County Beat. Again, thank you so much for supporting your friendly neighborhood newspaper and all of our endeavors. Make sure you share this episode with friends, family, anyone else who wants to know what's going on in the area. Look up the North County Beat by the Coast News Group wherever you get your podcast. Slowly but surely, we are trickling onto all the platforms. And now we want to thank those who made this episode possible. Our contributing reporters, Lexi Broke, Tawny McRae, Steve Paterski, and Samantha Taylor. Our editor-in-chief is Abraham Jewett. Our associate publisher is Chris Kidd. And our publisher is Jim Kidd. I'm Kelly Kyle, your host. Thank you all for listening. We will see you next time.